yesterday I had a segment on the on uh, basically on the show yesterday, and I talked about the raising of interest rates. And on that segment, I discussed the reality of the current interest rate re increase and how it might affect your life. Look, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch the video. It's entitled, Are You Ready for the Interest Rate Increase? In the video, I mentioned the probability of a recession. But let's talk about how you, know, how you should prepare for recession and if and when it happens. First of all, I want to define the term recession. You know, the definition, according to Oxford D Dictionary, is this. A recession is, a def is defined as a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two, successful, two successive quarters. All right, I want to dig deeper into that definition for you so you can have a better understanding of that definition. The first part, a period of temporary economic decline. That's right. This should give everyone hope during a recession. It's temporary, all right? In fact, the next part says it's defined by two successive quarters of a fall in GDP. So GDP, which is gross domestic product, is also defined by Oxford as a measurement of the monetary value of final goods and services. That is, those are bought by the final user. All right, don't you hate it when you have to define the definition? Let me explain. GDP can be calculated by adding up all the money spent by consumers, businesses, and the government in a given period. And basically what happens when consumers are spending money, the GDP goes up. When they slow their spending, GDP goes down. Makes sense, right? So GDP is measured by components of demand and, and uh, by demand, you know, supply and demand, and divided into four main parts. Consumer spending, business spending, government spending on goods, and spending on net exports. Of course, spending can be determined by not only the amount of available money in the average consumer, but it also can be determined by the confidence of the average consumer. So that's consumer. So that may mean that some people have lots of money, but they may be afraid to spend it. So for the most part, the GDP average, which became a measurement of supply and demand, has hovered in the one and a half to two percent to two and a half percent range. So it's measured one and a half percent, two and a half. That's normal. And it's been measured that throughout many years. This means that demand is just slightly higher than supply, which is great. This is considered a healthy range. An example of an unhealthy number would be like in 2009, when GDP was negative 2.5%. In 2020, during the scandemic, the GDP, the GDP fell to its lowest point ever at negative 3.49%. These numbers are annual numbers, the ones I just gave you, and not quarterly numbers. And remember that the definition of a recession is two quarters with negative GDP. Now you're beginning to understand the reality of what is called a recession and how it really isn't all that bad. All right, the problem with words like recession is that it creates bad visions of an economy and the fear of a depression. Now let me define a depression for you. As I said before, a recession is defined as two quarters of negative GDP. A depression is defined as a severe and long-lasting series, uh, series, I should say, of negative GDP. In history, there was only one technical depression, and that was the Great Depression of 1929. We did not have a depression in 2008. We had many, what, what many called a Great Recession. You all remember that time, so let me compare that to the Great Depression. 
the GDP in the Great Recession of 2008-2009 dropped a total of 4.3% from 2007 to 2009. So the GDP dropped 4.3% from 2007 to 2009, with, and it turned out to be a negative GDP, as I said before, 2.5%. So it was negative 2.5%. In the Great Depression, listen up, the GDP dropped 30% to negative 26.7. Wow. Now that you have some perspective, let's talk about the upcoming recession. Remember that the definition is simply defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth. So even if the GDP is negative 0.01 for two quarters in a row, we will be in a recession by definition. So to expect negative GDP in one of the next two quarters is highly reasonable. Why? Because if you think about the Fed raising interest rates quickly and the negative press on the matter and add in the sensationalism of a recession, you know, oh my God, we're going into a recession, you get the makings of negative GDP. Like I've been saying, it's going to become a self-fulfilled prophecy. Now that you know it's coming, what can you do about it? Well, there are simple steps. And the first one and the most important one is don't panic. If you remember, by definition, it's temporary. It'll pass, and it's going to pass quickly in hindsight and slowly in foresight. That means while it's happening, you may feel the pressure to make bad decisions, but if you stick out the good decisions, you're going to come out of it in a really good shape. Here are some good decisions versus bad decisions. Good decisions is think long-term with your investments. Don't buy investments expecting they're going to go up in the next two or three months. They may not. Buy investments that look to go up over the next few years. Look for real estate and look for very low-priced value stocks. Real estate has proven a track record over years and always goes up over time. I know you're wondering if you should wait or buy, but the answer is both. When I buy real estate as an investment, I buy real estate, I want to return on my money right away in the form of rent. If the rent pays my expenses and I make a profit on top, I consider it a good play. I don't care how much I pay for the real estate. I know the property value may go up just in time, so it really doesn't matter. Stocks are also a good play to buy and hold in long term. Look for some stocks that have good track records in the past, not speculation stocks like cannabis or other fad stocks or Netflix and Tesla. Stay away from those. Look for good long-term business models that never fail. They could be communication stocks like AT&T. Believe it or not, travel stocks like cruise lines. Cruise ships will be sailing 10 years from now, and the cruise industry will, will, uh, will drop and pop in that time. Look for manufacturing stocks and read the charts and see how they did in the past. Also have cash and or credit available and ready to deploy into these investments. For you guys who have a 401k plan, start loading up on it. I know you're looking at your 401k statements and crying, but now is the time to put more money in it. Increase it to the max if you can. You could put in $19,500 a year or $25,000, $26,000, I believe, if you're, a, if you're over 50. Put it in as much as you can or at least increase it to the few extra percentages. You won't even notice it. If you're really afraid of a financial downturn in your personal life and you want to protect yourself, find places to hide money from the courts and the IRS. And the IRS, right? The best places for this is IRAs, Roth IRAs, and traditional IRAs, and whole life insurance. It could probably, I could probably do an entire segment on the benefits of these, and I often teach them in my class, but just know that they're protected from bankruptcy and most lawsuits. Finally, for you zombie apocalypse fearing people, and you know who you are, 
silver, gold, and yes, ammo are things you should collect. If everything goes to hell in a handbasket, you can use these commodities to exchange for goods and services that other forms of currencies may not be able to buy any longer. These are the takeaways I want to leave you with. Most important one is don't panic. Things also get better and they never get as bad as you think they are. Do what your mother said and save for a rainy day. Just know how to save properly. Don't put your money in a bank. Get good investments and finally stop listening to the media. It's never been as bad as they say it is. If you're still worried or need some help understanding all this, you can even reach out to me. Just If you want to go to contactlarry.com, contactlarry.com, and you can get my contact information there, or just come to Investor Schooling and learn more about money and the reality of money.